Hello and welcome to A Happy Positive Life. I'm your host, Lauren Ellis. This podcast is your dedicated space for self-care and self-development designed especially for mothers. I believe that our environments, both inside and out, play a huge part in our overall health. So here we discuss topics around our homes, our health, our mindsets and our passions. With a mixture of guest interviews and solo pep talks, each episode is designed to leave you feeling uplifted, motivated and inspired. So join me as we find balance, stay healthy and strive to live a happy, positive life. Welcome to season two of A Happy Positive Life, the podcast. I am so pumped to be back. My name is Lauren Ellis. I am your host. If you haven't listened to the podcast before, welcome. I'm so happy that you've chosen to listen today. I'm a mom of two very cute, very cheeky little boys. (laughs) My husband is Dylan and I am the creator of A Happy Positive Life. So this project of mine started out as a blog. I basically needed something to give me some purpose outside of motherhood. I felt very swallowed up when I first became a mum. I was totally devoted to being a mum, but I also wanted more outside of that. And so I started to discover what I really liked to do. It started out with meditation and journaling. And then through journaling, I really discovered that I liked writing and just expressing myself and telling my story. So I decided to start a blog and I wrote about all the things that I liked and the things that I thought that other mothers would be able to relate to and that would maybe help them if they were going through something similar to what I was going through. I realized then that while I did love writing, I actually was stronger in talking. I've always been a talker. (laughs) Ask my teachers at high school, they will tell you that I've always been a talker. Um, So I thought, okay, I want to deliver more value. I'm going to start a podcast. So mid-2020, right in the middle of COVID, I was feeling really anxious and really restless because I knew that I wanted to do something, but I wasn't quite sure what it was. Then I started looking at some of the habits that I really enjoy, some of the things that um, I really get a lot of joy out of. And one of them is listening to podcasts. Now, I thought that really only kind of famous people had podcasts or someone that had a background in like journalism or something like that. I kind of thought those people had podcasts and then there was the rest of us that didn't. But still, I had something to say. I wrote on my goal list at the start of 2020 that I wanted to be on a podcast. I didn't know how that was going to happen, but... I wanted to make that happen in 2020. Then I thought, well, who's going to invite me onto the podcast? No one even knows me. So screw it. I'm just going to start my own podcast. (laughs) And that is basically how the podcast came about. Then as I started it, it started to gain a little bit of momentum. And I thought, okay, 
I'm really loving doing this and I love reaching out to these smart, inspirational women and talking to them, sitting down with them for an hour and talking to them. I loved that and I loved the feedback that I was getting from mum saying this podcast is really helping me. I love listening to it. I'm getting so much value and I thought, yes, I am on to something here. And then that brings us up to today. So here we are, season two of A Happy Positive Life, the podcast. I honestly could not be more proud and I cannot be more grateful that you are here listening. So thank you so much. I've got an awesome episode lined up for you today to kick us off for 2022. If you are enjoying this podcast or if you want to learn more, you can like and subscribe so you never miss a future episode. I have some amazing guests coming up this season. Head over to my website, happypositivelife.com and you can join our mailing list from there. I'll also leave a link in the show notes. I share some of the behind the scenes action going on at Happy Positive Life headquarters that I really don't share anywhere else. If you are an email subscriber, so you get all that, you also get any offers that I have coming up. You hear about it first. So you guys are like the VIPs. (laughs) And then uh, make sure that you follow me on Instagram as well at happypositive underscore life and on TikTok at happypositivelife. Okay, moving on to today's topic. I want to chat about putting yourself first. This is a hard lesson that I had to learn, especially when I was a new mum. I think when you are a new mum, you're so focused on doing everything right by your baby, looking after your baby, make sure, making sure that you're being, you know, perfect mum and doing everything right. And sometimes we can actually forget to look after ourselves. And I want to talk today about why it is so important and utterly vital that we actually have to put ourselves first. So let's get into our conversation today. It's a solo chat. It's me and you. Let's do it. Have you ever felt like you're stuck on the hamster wheel of cleaning and cleaning and never really getting anywhere? And do you struggle to find time for yourself because your to-do list is never ending? One of the main reasons that so many of us never succeed at tidying is because we simply have too much stuff. Declutter Your Life is a digital course I have developed for mums that are struggling to keep on top of everything and who feel that they never have time for themselves. This course is designed to help you to clear the clutter, relax your mind and feel more calm, happy and in control. Did you know that your environment actually plays a pivotal role in your overall health and well-being? If your home is cluttered, it can be harder to clean and allergens like dust and mold can grow. Not to mention, living in mess has been scientifically proven to contribute to such health concerns as stress and anxiety, loss of focus and motivation, and even difficulty sleeping. Decluttering is a release of all things that are no longer serving you. Clearing your external space has an almost magical effect on our mindsets and the way that we feel. Your home will not be the only thing that will transform during this process. If you are ready for a life with more time, more freedom, and less stress, sign up for the Declutter Your Life course and begin to make a positive change. Just head to ahappypositivelife.com slash declutter dash your dash life. 
or click the link in the show notes. Looking after yourself seems like a no-brainer, right? But in reality, especially as a mum, it can feel a little bit unnatural or even a little bit selfish to put yourself first when you are someone else's primary caregiver. But there is a reason that when you're on an aeroplane that they ask you to secure your oxygen mask before assisting others. You cannot care for anyone else if you're not looking after yourself first. This is a lesson that I had to learn the hard way. So I'm going to take you all the way back to when I had a newborn, those hazy first few weeks when you first become a parent and you're exhausted and you have no idea what you're doing. So I'm going to take you back to that time of my life. I really, really struggled with breastfeeding. I thought it was going to be something that came really, really naturally to me and it just didn't. It was so hard. It was so painful. I got to a stage maybe, I don't know, a couple of weeks down the track and I thought I would rather go through labor again than breastfeed like for the sixth time today. It was so torturous, but I really, really wanted to breastfeed. That was like one of my main goals. So I persevered with it. I went to so many lactation consultants and I was constantly on the phone to the breastfeeding helpline. I was just trying to gather as much help and support that I could. Anyway, after a few weeks of struggling to get my baby to feed, he was putting on weight, but something was wrong. I could just tell my spidey senses were tingling. (laughs) Something was just not right. I knew that he wasn't getting enough milk or enough quality milk. I could just tell something wasn't right. So I called up again, called up the (laughs) breastfeeding helpline. God, I can't even count how many times I called them. (laughs) Anyway, I called them and I was frantic. I was like, what is going on? Something's wrong. I don't know what it is. The lady on the phone was very patient with me. She went through all the possible things that could be happening. We ticked them all off. It wasn't any of those. And then finally she said to me, are you looking after yourself? And that really stopped me because I wasn't. I wasn't eating properly. I wasn't resting enough. I wasn't looking after myself at all, really. I was putting my baby's needs totally first and just forgetting about my own health. And she turned around and she said to me, you cannot run a car on empty How are you supposed to feed your son when you're not even looking after yourself? You need to look after yourself. And that was really a big light bulb moment for me. I just hadn't even considered that. How crazy is that? I hadn't even considered if you don't eat, you can't make milk. (laughs) It just didn't occur to me. I was just so in the zone of being caregiver that I wasn't even caring for myself. Now, I'm not saying that I learned this lesson and then it was done. I never had to (laughs) go back and relearn it again. I have probably relearned it so many times. But every time I have to learn this lesson again, 
I'm quicker at recognizing when it's happening and then I'm quicker to solve the problem. So today I'm going to give you three tips on how to recognize when your needs are not being met and when you haven't been looking after yourself. Three things to look out for. And then I'm going to give you three tips on how to start putting yourself first and looking after yourself. Okay, so first off, how to recognize when your needs are not being met. Firstly, you feel like you're constantly missing out and always coming last. Now, I've got to be honest with you. I felt like this a lot in those first few years, really, of uh, motherhood. Don't get me wrong, I love spending time with my kids, but especially in those early days, I really felt like the days were kind of swallowed up by my motherhood duties and all the kids' needs and all the family's needs. And then what I wanted to do was always put on the back burner and sometimes I would just miss out altogether. When you're feeling like this, when you're feeling like you're constantly missing out, It's kind of instilling this feeling of unworthiness, like your needs aren't as important or the things that you want to do aren't as important as everyone else's needs. And when you're feeling like that, that is a really good time to stop yourself and just recognize what you're feeling because you are worthy and deserving of taking time just for you. The second thing you might notice when your needs are not being met is that you might have something that you really love to do, but you haven't done it in a long, long, long time. I know for me, I used to dance. I used to be a dancer and I love to move my body. And these days I'm really, really into yoga. That is my thing. But it felt like I hadn't done any yoga in so long. It got to this point where I just hadn't done it in so long that I felt really unmotivated to even get back into it. It even felt like a bit of a push to try and do something that I actually always loved. I think that if you have something that you've always loved to do and then you sit and you recognize, I haven't done that in so long. Again, it comes back to that first point. You're probably just putting your own needs last and we really need to look at that so we can move forward and and try and fix this. And the last point that I want to make on this is that when you feel like your needs aren't being met, you often just generally feel quite low and depleted and maybe even a little bit depressed. And like I mentioned before, a bit unmotivated to even get back to what you want to do. So if you are feeling a combination of these things, you're feeling like you're missing out, you're feeling like you haven't done something that you really love for a long time, and if you're just feeling very low and depleted, these are all very strong signs to say that you're not looking after yourself enough. Now, some ways that we can overcome this is number one, set some boundaries, Now, I did an amazing episode in season one of this podcast with the lovely Dr. Rebecca Ray. She literally wrote the book on setting boundaries. Now, she describes setting boundaries as creating a circle of empowerment around yourself. Setting boundaries is actually a really powerful thing and a really vital thing that we need to do for ourselves 
Beck so beautifully and so eloquently describes boundaries as the language of self-worth. She's amazing. If you haven't listened to that episode, I'm going to link it in the show notes because that is an incredible message. Create boundaries to empower yourself. Now, setting boundaries might look different for everyone, but I'll give you an example from my life and how I set boundaries with my kids. So I have a morning routine where I get up before everyone in the house and I like to meditate and at the moment I'm doing a lot of yoga in the morning and sometimes if there's time I'll do some uh, journaling as well. Now my kids know that this is a really sacred time and a really special time just for me and sometimes they do get up early and it's frustrating But I have said to them and I've spoken to them that that is my time and that I really need them to respect it. So if they do get up a little bit earlier and I'm still doing my morning routine, I ask them to please give me that little bit of time and just to go back to bed or just to play quietly in their room until I am ready for them to start the day with me. This is something that I have realized is incredibly important to me. And if that boundary is crossed, I find that my day just generally doesn't run as smoothly. I need that time to myself and I need to set that boundary so that I can have that small moment of time to myself. Otherwise, for me, I just feel like the day just get swept up and then I miss out and that is what I'm trying to avoid. I'm not trying to go back to that place where I constantly miss out. So setting a boundary, a very clear boundary with my kids has really helped me to fill my cup and just to give back to myself a little bit in order to then be able to serve. Now, the second thing that will help you start to put yourself first and to look after yourself better is to actually schedule time for what you love. Now, like I was saying earlier, there might be something that you love to do, but you haven't gotten around to it. And this is often because once the day starts, especially if you're a mum, it can be a little bit of a whirlwind. And if things aren't scheduled in, they often get missed. So to avoid that, the best thing to do is to actually schedule the time in to do the things that you love. Having structure and routine actually can help things flow better. I know it sounds rigid to schedule everything in, but when you do, it actually makes the day flow better. You know exactly what you have coming up and you know when it's time to rest. And in this scenario, we know when it is time for us. So scheduling time in to do the things that you love is a great way to put yourself first. And tip number three is to focus on gratitude. Sometimes there are things that we can't control and sometimes shit happens. (laughs) But focusing on what is good in our lives and what we are grateful for can really help to lift you out of that funk that you're feeling So much of our happiness comes down to gratitude and being thankful and appreciative of what we already have. It can be hard being a mum sometimes because some days we just don't get to do the things that we want to. We might try, we might schedule, we might set boundaries, but 
sometimes things just don't work out. So focusing on gratitude and focusing on the things that you are actually really happy about in your life can actually just help to lift you out of that mental state. So just to recap, three tips on how to start putting yourself first and looking after yourself. Number one is to set healthy boundaries. Number two is to make time for what you love. And number three is to focus on gratitude. So there you have it. That is my top three tips on how to recognize when your needs are not being met and my top three tips on how to start to put yourself first so that you don't miss out. That is it for today's episode. I hope that you liked it. I hope that you took something away from it. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure if you are enjoying this podcast, please subscribe and leave me a five-star written review on iTunes. That would be amazing. (laughs) If you're not already following me on Instagram, I'm at happypositive underscore life and I share lots on my Instagram page. I'm also on TikTok at happypositivelife and Facebook as well. If you'd like to sign up to my mailing list where I give you all the VIP info on what's going on at A Happy Positive Life and any other offers available, click the link in the show notes below or you can head over to my website at ahappypositivelife.com. There you will find the sign-up sheet. You can also find a lot of free resources over on my website, things like recipes, blog articles, even some quizzes that might help you to clarify some things in your life. So head over to my website. I have a new episode coming out for you next fortnight. Every episode of A Happy Positive Life comes out on a Tuesday morning. So make sure that you subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, I look forward to learning and growing with you while we strive to live a happy, positive life. Bye.